Welcome back. You're listening to K Drama in Room 343. I'm your host, C Choi, aka Christina. And today I am going to talk about episode two of Huarang, The Beginning. Okay, I'm very excited about this episode. A lot happened and it was a little bit emotional. I'm just gonna say that. Yeah, like for a second episode, like for episode two, surprisingly, like it was kind of very dramatic. Like, usually with Korean dramas, you kind of have to, like, you know, get in there, like, towards episode, I guess, like, the middle of the drama ish.、Um, you start to see, like, whoa, it's like. But this, like the second episode, like it was pretty dramatic. So I've noticed that the first episode, I was a little like too detailed. And I think it just took me longer because I was like too focused on telling you guys what happened step by step, like scene by scene. But honestly, like, If you guys are really that curious, you guys can take the time to watch it. So I feel like instead of focusing too much on the details, I want to just kind of like gloss over the scenes and really like point out the important parts, which is supposed to be the purpose of this podcast. It's just when I'm alone, I just feel like. I lose like one other input, so I need to make up for that input, and I guess I like make it up with details, which is not really good. So I'm sorry for that first episode. I was listening to it and I was like, oh my gosh, that's a lot of information. This episode and for the rest of the episodes, I will try to. Be as minimal with the details as possible, but still like make it coherent enough for you guys to follow. Now I'm saying, all right, so let's get started. Episode two of Huarang. So、um, we left off with like Park Sojun in that club, and he had just made a circle around him, and he was like, if you want to attack, then come in, like I'll gladly fight you. And Guara, whose character's name is Aru,、um, she was in a room and Sam just kind of like came in and he was like, What's the ending to that story? So that's where we left off. So we open up back to Aru. Sam is actually making a deal with her because, you know, we love deals in Korean dramas. I think he suffers from insomnia. So he was like saying, Can you read for me while I sleep? And Aru is kind of like, That's a little, like, a little perverted. Like, are you a pervert? And he's like, I'll pay you. He says that he can pay in silver, and she's kind of like hesitant, but she really needs the money, so she agrees. Back to the blue friend, the blue pissed off friend who's like trying to kill Kwang Su. He's like all riled up, and Pak So Jun, like, you can't touch Pak So Jun. Like, he is like whooping his butt, and like, you know. Su Ho is like watching from the crowd, and to Pan Niu, who is like the leader of the blue pissed off friends gang. Su Who is like, hey, why aren't you defending your friend? And Panyu is like, he walks away because he's like, I don't want to be associated because if I just go down to their level, I'm disgracing myself. He kind of like disses、um, the blue friend as well. So he like walks away. 
And when the blue friend heard that, he gets even more worked up, and he's like fighting. He's coming at Park Soo Joon with his sword, and Park Soo Joon just has a stick, but he manages to beat up the blue friend. Eventually, Park Soo Joon wins, and he walks out of that club with Kwang Soo. Kwang Soo's very hurt, and like he kind of like leans on Park Soo Joon for support. Yeah, and so the queen hears that the peasant who saw Sam's face, the peasant who is Kwang Soo in this case, um, she heard that he is roaming around the city, like still alive. She's like, no, you have to kill him. So she orders her guards and the guards are like searching the city kind of discreetly because you know, they don't want to draw too much attention to this guy. And so um, they plan to kill him. At the doctor's, the Daiso owner comes to tell the doctor that he saw the necklace. Um, he's like, it's the same necklace that Aro has. And this guy just came in and he said it was his friend. So I think he's the man that you're looking for to the doctor. And the doctor's like, oh my gosh, where where is this man? Like, I need to find him. He could be my son, you know? So he's like running around. He goes to that club that they were at before. It was, it's actually like not a club. It was actually the prostitution house. So the doctor goes to the prostitution house and he's like, where are the two peasants that were here? And the lady who works there, she's like, oh yeah, they left. Um, the doctor asks her to like describe them. And she replies, she's like, Oh, they were pretty tall, just like you. And then he goes out to look for them. And Aro is actually telling the story to Sam. So, okay, so Aro is at the prostitution house and she is reading Sam. Or like, she's not really reading, she's telling the story. Um, she looks very defensive. She's like, just in case like he tries to like make a move and come to her, but he's like just sleeping. He actually has a nightmare. He dreams about how the queen kicked him out, like when he was little, like she, I guess like, not brutally, but kind of like verbally abused him, um, kind of like belittling him. And um, yeah, that was his nightmare. And he like jerks awake. He sees Aro passed out on the ground. She's like snoring, she's like asleep. And so um, the doctor's name is actually An Ji Kung, and he is actually apparently related to the king. So he's a relative of the royal uh, family, but Aro is half blood because her mom is a peasant. So yeah. Park Soo Joon and Kwang Soo, they are hiding in the woods. Um, they managed to get out of the city because. Well, because, you know, the guards were looking for them and they knew that um, they were in trouble. So they decided to like kind of hide for the night. Park Soo Joon gives the necklace back to Kwang Soo and Kwang Soo kind of like he puts it on, but he's pretty upset. Um, Park Soo Joon's like, what's wrong? Kwang Soo says that it's because, you know, he's seen someone with the same necklace, but he realized that like the city is so big and there are so many like similar necklaces that like, you know, it could be anyone and it might not mean anything. But Park Seo Joon is like, hey, cheer up. Like, we'll find, we'll find your dad and your sister. Like, no matter what it takes, like, we'll look for it. And um, Sam and Powell, they're actually on a horse and they're riding in the woods. And Powell tells him that um, the guards are looking for that man, Kwang Soo, because, you know, he saw, 
your face. Um, Sam is kind of upset because he's like, well, they're going to kill him. And I don't want them to kill him. I don't want to kill like innocent peasants, you know, like innocent people. And um, right when they say that, like they see the Queen's Guard like ride um, really fast across them. And Sam's like, what the heck? So he chases the guard. Kwangsu and Park Sojun, they're walking back to the city because Park Sojun is like, hey, you saw the necklace? Like, we have to go find her right now. Like, there's no time to waste. Like, she might be gone. And who knows? Like, that was our only lead. Like, we need to go back there. And Kwangsu is like pretty hurt. Like, he is like limping and he had to like lean on Park Sojun for support, but they still go. And while they're going, Park Sojun is having one of his episodes. So I think he does have epilepsy. So he was kind of like, about to faint and he was having like a mini seizure I think and he's about to pass out and Kwangsu's like hey not this not here I need you right now like we can't do this in the middle of the street like it's dangerous um and Park Sojun looks like past Kwangsu because Kwangsu was like facing him and he looks past him and he sees a guard the queen's guard riding on a horse with his like sword out and he's about to like kill them right so the guard is getting off the horse Park Sojun pushes Kwangsu and tells him to run and um, tells him to just like leave and hide so like Kwangsu kind of runs but then um, they both try to run but they get caught by the guard and Park Sojun at this point is kind of like unfocused like his vision's hazy he's about to pass out and the guard slays him from the back like slashes I guess is the correct term he slashes Park Sojun from the back and then he falls down and then he comes around and slashes him in like the front abdomen and Park Sojun faints and he like finally like falls then like Kwangsu is like no stop and he's like running towards Park Sojun and while he's like running the guard is like merciless like he just slays Kwangsu front and back. Kwangsu passes out on top of Park Sojun and then he like Kwangsu's bleeding like a lot. He bleeds from his mouth as well and so like he kind of like puts his own blood onto Park Sojun's face to mimic that Park Sojun was bleeding a lot and that he's like dead. Kwangsu knows that Park Sojun is still alive. He tells Park Sojun to stop moving and don't say anything. Um, because then he will live. Park Sojun like opens his eyes and the next thing he sees is like Sam and Paul. They're like um, standing above them and he hears Sam say like, I've managed to kill this guy. Like he was, he wasn't saying that like, ah, yes, I killed this guy. But like, I ended up killing this innocent man. And he was kind of very upset because he didn't want to kill innocent blood, but because of, I guess because they, or Kwangsu saw his face, he had to be killed, even though he didn't want to. Um, yeah. During this time, the doctor is also out in the woods and he's like looking for his child, Kwangsu. He sees, um, so pa okay, so I thought that Pao and um, Sam would help them because Park Sojun was still breathing when um, they were above him and Powell even said like oh this guy's breathing but they I guess they just left and so anyways Park Sojun managed to like get up and he was like carrying uh, Kwangsu and they fall down they're in the woods they're trying to like I don't know get some help or something 
but I mean, they can't go back to the city because, you know, they're peasants. They're, no one's going to help them. He was like piggyback riding him and then like they fall. Kwang Su tells him to just like leave. Like he's like, just go. I'm, I'm done. Like I'm dead. Like I'm dying. Park Seo Jun is like, no, you are my everything. You're technically me. Like if you live, I live. If you die, I die. So get up. And Park Seo Jun is like crying because Kwangsu is all he has. I guess like when they were growing up in the Mangmang village, like they were each other's family. So Park Seo Jun's like, don't die. Like I need you. Um, the doctor is like in the woods as well. He sees the blood uh, trail and then he follows it and he sees Park Seo Jun and Kwangsu. They're just kind of like laying. Park Seo Jun has Kwangsu like in his arms and they're just kind of like laying against a tree. And the doctor sees the necklace on Kwangsu's neck and he's like freaking out. He sees the necklace. He like asks Park Seo Jun, like, is this his necklace? And um, he's like yelling and he's like crying. And Park Seo Jun is like nodding. And the doctor cries out, Sonuya, I'm so sorry that I came so late. I'm so sorry. And he's like crying, I'm your dad. I'm so sorry that your dad came so late. I'm so sorry. And he's like apologizing, crying. He opens like Kwangsu's chest. And Kwangsu has, Kwangsu still has a little bit of life left in him. Um, when the doctor opened his chest, there was like a huge gash and like blood was like coming out so much. And the dad is like, you know, there's nothing that he could do, even though he's a doctor, like he's far too gone with a wound like that. And he can't like, Call 911 immediately because this was, you know, 15,000 years ago. 1500 years ago. So, 1500 years ago. Yeah, Kwangsu then has a flashback of his childhood and he sees the dad, and, you know, when he was a child playing together, and Kwangsu is crying and tells him that, like, you know, I missed you, and the dad is crying, and then Kwangsu, like, passes away. Park Sojun and the dad or the doctor, they're like yelling, they're crying, they're shouting and yeah, it was very emotional. Yeah, like on the second episode, we already see death happening and it was unfortunately it was Kwang Su like it's so sad because you know they were so close to being reunited and you know um yeah. So basically the backstory of how um Kwang Su ended up in the Mangmang village was so Aro's mom and Kwangsu's mom was a peasant. So peasants and it's like a caste system basically. So if you're in the lower rank, you're not supposed to be associated even through like marriage or anything um, by the other upper classes. And because of that, they said that the doctor's wife was forced into Mangmang's village or um, like she was taken away from them. And Kwangsu was also taken away. I think it was because he was a male. Because the male's supposed to, like, you know, have that lineage. And um, with him gone, like, I guess Aro didn't matter so much because she was female. But because, you know, a peasant son was born between a royal and a peasant, it was not allowed. So they took him away from him. So the dad has been, like, trying to find him for ages. But, you know, they finally found him. And Kwang was dead. It's such a sad story, but... Yeah. The doctor buried Kwangsu and he like put rocks on top of his burial site. He then carries Park Sojun home. Aro wakes up at the prostitution house um, because one of the worker wakes her up. She's like freaking out because she's like, oh my gosh, I spent the night outside of the home. My dad's gonna kill me. 
she goes to her friend. She's like, I slept outside. Like, I slept out of home. Like, how am I going to explain this to my dad? And she kind of, like, tells her friend, like, hey, if my dad asks, can you, like, you know, tell me that I was here the whole time? She says that she's working on another story, but she's having, like, some trouble. She talks about how there's going to be two heroes and one heroine and, like, um, like two guys there. One is, like, a mystery man. And there's, like, a flashback of how when she interacted with Park Seo-jun and then another flashback when she mentions the second male character who's supposed to be, like, this charismatic guy. And that guy is Sam, so... I think this was like a foreshadowing between like the three of them. There's going to be a love triangle. I can see it. I can see it. The queen is visited by one of the servants that tried to assassinate um, Sam. And he tells her that people want to see the rightful king on the throne. And the queen is like, I can see right through you. You know, like she doesn't say this directly, but she kind of like passive aggressively says that oh there will be a time when that will happen but first i need to get rid of all like the the cunning people who are trying to kill him like i need to get rid of all of those rats first arok makes it home her dad is like making medicine um for park sojun she kind of is like um so about last night she feels kind of guilty, so she's trying to, like, you know, make up excuses. But then she sees her dad's face, and her dad is kind of, like, in shock, you know? The doctor is like, to Aru, there's a critical patient in the room, and so I will not be seeing any other patients. If someone asks, just tell them that I'm busy, that I'm out of town treating other patients. And he is treating Park Sojun. And time passes... Park Seo-joon like has a flashback or a nightmare of that night when um, Kwang Soo was slain and he like wakes up, he sees like the hospital room and he kind of walks out. He sees the doctor and the doctor's like, you're awake, finally, that's, so, that's great. Like, how are you feeling? It's been five days since apparently like um, he brought him to be treated. And Park Seo-joon is angry. He's like, you, where's, okay, so his name was Makmun. Makmun, Kwangsu's name was Makmun. So Pasujun's like, where's Makmun? Like, and um, the doctor's like, I buried Sonu. And Pasujun's like, why didn't you save him? Like, you said you're a doctor. Like, why why can't you save him? And um, he's just like yelling out all of his like sadness. He's like, why did you throw him away at the peasant village? Like, he was like so excited to find his family, and um, he was looking forward to meeting you. Um, and the dad is also crying too. He's like, I looked for him. This is all my fault. Don't blame yourself. Because he kind of saw that like Park Seo-joon was kind of like blaming himself for not protecting him. And um, yeah, the doctor is like, you know, this is all my fault. Like I looked all over Shilla for him um, when they took him away, but I couldn't find him. And I'm sorry. This was all my fault. So the doctor gives... Park Seo-joon clothes that was for Kwangsu, um, and he tells him like if you're gonna go back to Mangmang Village, you need to wear this these clothes so that you don't like look like a peasant. And Park Seo-joon gets riled up again. He's like, is it okay for peasants to die like that? Like Park Seo-joon is like, peasants are treated less than animals. Why is it okay? Like is no one angry, and is no one gonna do anything about how 
an innocent man was killed just because he entered the city. And um, the doctor is also angry too. He's like, that's that's the rule of this disgusting city. Like, there's nothing I can do. And um, yeah, Poxygen is very angry. Poxygen's like, I'm gonna get revenge on those guys. Like, I've seen, I saw who killed um, Kwangsu. I'm going to kill him and all the people who like let that happen. He's in his room and Aro introduces herself uh, and brings him food. Park Soo-jun has a flashback to when Kwang Soo was like describing his sister. Um, he told him that she looks exactly like him with like big eyes and like round face and so cute and Kwang Soo was like, okay, like if we find them, like I'll let you marry my sister. And Park Soo-jun gets mad and he's like, I don't want to marry her. She looks like you. I don't want to marry her. And then they kind of have like a bickering, which is funny. So that was like the flashback that he had. He doesn't really see her because he's like sitting and she kind of comes from the back and she leaves food and she's like, you need to eat so you can live. You know, I know you were hurt a lot, but you need to eat well and get better. And she leaves, and Park Soo-jun's like, yeah, I'll get better because I want to get revenge on those guys. So he goes, I think, to the Mangmang village. So he puts on his clothes, and he goes back to the Mangmang village, and he tells the uncle, the old man that tried to like shoot an arrow on his face, he goes back to that uncle, and I guess he was their guardian, um, when they were living there, since they were little, and they like he like took care of them. He tells the uncle that, you know, Mak Moon died, that Kwang Soo died, and um, that he's going to get revenge on those guys that killed him. And the uncle is like trying to stop him, but Park Soo Jun like made up his mind. He's like, no, I'm gonna go and get revenge. Um, he then departs. He goes to the capital city again, and he goes to the Daiso building. Um, he buys a sword. We transition to OF, and OF sees the queen and he tells her that, yeah, he'll be the master of the Huarangs. So they plan to announce this um, publicly soon. And they talk about how this Huarang, this group of Huarang is going to be made up of beautiful young men um, who are wise and loyal to the king. And the queen is like, I will strengthen this nation with these Huarangs. And yeah, everyone's excited. So this notice is like posted on the village, like in the village board, I guess. Um, yeah, so Suho sees it and V is there. Oh my god, it's so good looking. V is there, we finally see V. He's like reading the, um, the notice out loud. He looks very handsome. Out of all of like the Korean drama, like male leading roles, he's the best. He needs to be the lead. But anyways, okay. He's like reading and Suho is also there. Oh, so two good looking guys. Okay. Um, he sees it and he's like reading aloud. Panyu is also there and um, Panyu's kind of like skeptical about the Hwarangs. He's like, oh, like loyal to the the king or like the nation, like the nation's Hwarang. Um, Panyu's kind of like scoffing. He's like, this is just to make the queen happy. This is just to pick the queen's dogs, like the queen's servants. This is nothing. And Suho is like, yeah, but aren't you good at like sucking up to people? Like, are you gonna do it? And um, they start arguing and they're about to fight. 
So we transition to the royal council, which is like a bunch of like bureaucrats.、Um, they're sitting around a round table and they're talking about、um, this huarang. And some of them are against it, some of them are for it. The main argument has to do with the fact that these huarangs are going to be made up of their sons and、um, descendants. So like the royals. The old man that tried to like you know assassinate Sam. He is part of the royal council. I think he's the leader, so royal councilor leader. So he is saying that, oh, like we can't just say yes to it so easily. Like we gotta make it difficult for her, like the queen. He then tells the queen that approval from the king is needed first before they agree to this, since this is supposed to be for the king and his nation. And、um, the queen is like, "Oh my gosh, he is doing everything he can to bring Sam out of hiding." So yeah, Sam also sees this notice in the village, and then he's like, "Nations Huarang, yeah right. This is all for my mom." Yeah, he's also skeptical about this as well. So we go to Aro, and Aro is giving the silver pieces that she owed to the Daiso owner, and. The Daiso owner kind of tells Otto of another job opportunity, and basically this job was requested、uh, by the OF. And what she has to do is just kind of like go around、um, spying on these potential Huarang candidates, including Suho, V,、uh, Panyu, and all the other like roles, and take notes. So she's like taking notes, taking notes of their、um, accomplishments, their talents, their looks, I guess. And Paul actually follows her because Sam told her to. And Paul kind of reports back. He's like, "Oh my gosh, I'm so tired." She keeps like roaming around the city for no reason. So Sam walks outside the prostitution house, and he's like. Gonna go look for、um, Aro. Okay, so and then Park Sojun is heading towards the prostitution house because he wants to get revenge on you know whoever. And we gotta start with like that place that started it all. You know the prostitution house. So Park Sojun is like standing outside. He's kind of like looking around. And Sam in that moment comes out of the prostitution house, and they kind of like brush past against each other. But out of the corner of Park Sojun's eyes, like he sees the wristlet. Like the the bracelet that Sam has, and he remembers it from that night when they were like looking above him, and、um, Sam said like, "Oh, I finally managed to kill him." But he didn't really kill him, but he thinks that it was Sam who killed him, and so he sees that bracelet, and、um, he starts like following him. Sam is following, so Sam is following Aro, who is like roaming around doing like spy work. Oh, she ends up in like. A carpenter's place because she's like, oh, that's where more people will go.、Um, and then Sam is following Otto into the carpenter's place, and then Paxojun is following Sam. Sam notices that someone is following him, so he starts like hiding and doing like those zigzag turns to kind of like lose him. Otto enters the carpenter shop. Sam like quickly hides Otto and like kind of covers her mouth and tells her that there's an assassin. That's chasing after me. I'm not gonna harm you, but if you make a noise, like the assassin will get you too. So just be quiet right now. Paxojun enters the room and he kind of like demands、uh, Sam to get out. Sam kind of whispers to Aro like, "Don't make a scene. Don't make any movement. Just run straight forward." And 
they are in like this door maze. Like it's a maze made up of doors. It kind of is like reminiscent of that Running Man episode when Kwang Su was like in charge of like making a maze and he made a maze of doors. R.I.P. Kwang Su. Anyways, so Sam shouts, he's like, who are you and why are you following me? And Park Seo Joon is like, you owe me a debt or like you have a debt to me. And Sam's like, I don't have a debt. Like, what are you talking about? And Park Seo Joon is like, you killed my friend. Maybe that'll, you know, spark your memory. And Sam is very surprised that Park Seo Joon is alive. Park Seo Joon gets angry and he charges. He starts like breaking the doors. And Sam kind of says, he's like still hidden in that maze. He's like, you know, there are doors where you can't open and roads where you can't cross. Sam is basically talking about like ranks and like hierarchy. And Park Seo Joon is saying that, you know, that's all BS. Like you killed an innocent man and now I'm going to kill you. Um, Sam is like, if you back out now, I'll let you live. And Pastor Jun's like, nope, I'm gonna kill you. And he charges and he like points his sword at a person, but that person ends up being Aru instead. So that's how this episode ends. So overall, like a lot of things happened, a lot of emotional things happened too. I'm very sad that Kwang Su died. Like I really liked Kwang Su, his character, and I wanted to see him, you know, reconciled with his sister. So he didn't even get to meet his sister. That's so sad. He met his dad, like for a minute before he died, but he didn't get to see his sister, which is so sad. I wonder if she knows about him, like about his existence. Maybe, I think, he, yeah, it's kind of, because she was like six, he said, when um, he was taken away. So yeah, she probably knew about his ex existence, but it's so sad that she didn't get to see him. Yeah. So yeah, the next episode, I feel like we'll have more V parts, right? I'm hoping. Because in the preview, like, I did see a little bit more of him. Um, this episode, he was only in it for, like, less than a minute, which was kind of disappointing. Because I literally, like, was looking forward to that all week. But anyways, yeah, episode three. Let's see what will happen. Will Park Sojun get his revenge? How is Sam going to get out of that maze door, door maze. Will the Hwarangs actually strengthen the queen's rule or the king's rule? I guess we'll find out soon. Thank you guys so much for joining me as I talk about episode two. I hope you guys have a splendid time with the rest of your day or night. I don't know, whenever you are listening to this. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at KDrama in Room 343. We are also partnered up with Audible to bring you guys a free audiobook and a 30 days free trial if you sign up at www.audibletrial.com slash KDrama in Room 343. Okay, and I guess I will talk to you guys on next time, episode three. Bye!